All right, Anthony on Air Podcast, back for another episode, and we got a whole slew of great topics. A lot of fun in this episode here. We're going to talk about Joey Ramone and Pete Davidson, this biopic that's lighting up everybody's uh, news feeds. Um, some news on the Pfizer vaccine. Great White Claw story. We talked last episode about uh, Colton Underwood, the guy from The Bachelor, coming out with right. Robin Roberts. Turns out Billy Eichner predicted this on The Bachelor. I'll that's play you the clip. Yeah. A-Rod and J-Lo, they broke up yesterday, and that's just been in the news nonstop. Uh, we got some news on Frankie C's dad to tell everybody, and we're doing product testing once again. On TikTok, I saw this guy. He Bearing took... in mind, I just had a big uh, he... roast beef All right, okay. Dinner. Yeah, we know, we know. I know. can't do this, man. He took can... a bag of Oreos and he took the spray cheese and he put cheese on top of the Oreo and said it tasted no. exactly like cheesecake. Now, this is the same guy who told us to put the mustard on top of the. You got to stop following this guy. I know. What do we put it on the ho-hos or ding-dongs? I had a um, Swiss roll. Swiss rolls. And that it would be delicious. And it was not. So this is the second chance up for this guy. We'll see what it happens. It wasn't an improvement, but it wasn't bad either. Yeah, that one's kind of like blah. This one, this one's a little different. This was, oh, it tastes good. This one's more like this tastes like cheesecake. So we'll be able to really confirm or deny if it tastes like cheesecake. And if I throw, I'm going to throw up. This is, it's going to happen. So stay tuned. American cheese and uh, I mean, cheese whiz in a can there. And I uh, literally just finished before we started. I just finished a big I, roast beef get sandwich. It. We with get the, it. With you the dipping French sauce. the podcast. With French fries. <laughs> I went nuts on this thing. Ordered or so you made it yourself? No, we got it from a takeout right. restaurant. Pete Davidson, Frankie C. Oh, J-Saps is on the way. Pete Davidson is going to play Joey Ramone in a Netflix biopic called I Slept with Joey Ramone. Initial thoughts on this, Frank? Uh, I'm still not super impressed by Pete Davidson. I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably I don't know if I'm alone on this. But no, I I when I heard it, I was like, that's weird. But here's the thing that will always get you. And this is this depends on the media, whether they like it or not. When they do the side by side photo, that's always like an indication. Like if they kind of look like the other person. Yeah, you're halfway there. Then you're halfway there. Take a look at Pete Davidson and Joey Ramone right here in this photograph. Not too bad. Ramone is a little eh, skinnier, a little lankier. There are other people like it. I don't think that's. They got the same mouth, maybe, but that's it. You can tell how hard Variety worked at this one because they found they found them with their their neck, their head turned at the same exact angle. They're both wearing sunglasses. They they put both pictures in black and white. You know what I'm saying? Like they worked really hard to make it look like. I don't think it's close enough. You don't I think don't that's close? I think it's close. I think he looks more like Adrian Brody or something. He's got that thin, thin face, the pointy nose, the sharp features. I, I, I tell I you that Adrian Brody's one hell of an actor. He's an Oscar winner. Did he win an Oscar? He did. Wow. Remember he kissed Holly Berry? No. The acceptance uh, speech? Okay. Oh, no. 
Um, 20th, uh, the, it's the 20th anniversary of Ramon's death this week. Biopic will chronicle the life and times of the legendary musician born Jeffrey Ross Hyman in 1951. He started the group The Ramones in Queens. That's where Frankie and I started. Actually, this is where Anthony started. Frank started in Brooklyn. Uh, in 1974, uh, Ramones, arguably the first true punk rock band, kings of CBGBs. They ignited the British punk scene with a performance in the UK in 76. I always loved them because, uh, you know, we grew up close to Rockaway Beach and they had a song called Rockaway Beach. And that was always the most That's like... True. doesn't take much for you to to jump on a bandwagon. But that, that was like mind-blowing. Like, I, like you would Someone hear... Someone comes out with a song called Big Beard, you're in. I'm just saying. You're on board. You're the number one fan. I'm just saying you 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 like you hear music all your life and then you hear like it was like I always remember New York New York like okay everybody sang about New York but to sing about Rockaway Beach and this be on the radio that was like mind blowing at the time I don't know I hear you yeah, well, listen when someone says a place that you've heard of not even are from it's exciting it is exciting uh, I Slept With Joey Ramone comes with the blessing from Joey Ramone's estate. The film is based on the memoir of the same name written by his brother, Mickey Lee. Lee will serve as an executive producer. When you share a bed with someone and not just a bed, but a childhood, a family and a lifetime, you know that person better than anybody else. Mickey Lee not only collaborated with his big brother's band, he has irreplaceable memories of and insights into Joey Ramone, having supported him when no one else would and witnessed him overcome adversity in the most traumatic way. Cool. It sounds really cool. Uh, the movie reunites Davidson with director Jason Orley, who helmed the 2019 coming-of-age comedy time. Big Time Adolescence, and the comedian's latest stand-up special, Pete Davidson, alive from New York. Uh, Davidson is also adapting the script with Orley. I'm a little concerned about it. I, I like Pete Davidson a ton. I did turn off his stand-up special. I thought it was awful. So what do you like about Pete Davidson? I love him on Weekend Update. I like, I like him, a lot. I, like I he's like a little, a little, uh, a little too cocky for me. Really? I'm just I don't know. I, I'm rooting for him. He's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing against him. Uh, you know, I don't hate. Sounds him. like I you got something a, against him though. No, just not a not a huge fan. I feel like he hasn't. Like, I don't know if he's worked. So I mean, how how much has he put into this? Like he doesn't he doesn't do much on SNL. He does like one or two. Yeah, skits. well, again, I've said I feel like we haven't seen he's developing. I don't think we've seen the best of Pete Davidson yet. I think the best is still That's yet to good, come. That's good, and I hope. Yeah, and he's got a movie about his life, big time movie. Um, I still know, haven't I seen that. Like... I'm still dying to see that again. If Apatow gives puts an interest in you, I, I'm gonna. That's again more points from me. I sure. trust Apatow with anything. Um, yeah, well, I will say, say this might be good now that you said Adrian Brody, like I will say and, and here's my other thing, too. It's a Netflix movie, not to cheapen Netflix because they did pay for the Irishman and that cost a buttload of money, but lots of people in that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Like they also what was the one with um, uh, Motley Crue? The Motley Crue documentary was interesting as all hell, uh, but it, it didn't look expensive. Yeah. It didn't look expensive. Like, I wonder if this is like a not low budget, but I'm just saying like not mega budget, which maybe Joey Ramone could yeah. kind of deserves. Well, 
I mean, that was a documentary. This is going to be a movie. I feel like movies are going to no, be a that, little more. No, high, that was a biopic. Right? Oh, I thought it was a documentary. No, no, it was a biopic. Um, yeah, I mean, any movie's going to have some kind of. I don't know who else is in this thing. I mean, is anybody else of of note going to be in this? Uh, in this? No, that's it. That's all we know right now because he's he's because de- he's developing the script too. So that's why he's first one first one in. But like there was just like an Aretha Franklin one, and I forget who's playing her. It looked okay, but the fact that it was on like Lifetime or some shit, I was kind of like, ah, it, it gives me a sour opinion. If you're not a major, which Netflix is, you know, I don't want to like Netflix is a major yeah, Netflix player. Netflix is bringing it to the table. They've got stuff nominated. You know, it's not gonna be. Yeah, it's not gonna be a, a cheap thing. But there's they been some big stuff. I don't know. Like, like you look at like um, Ch- uh, Chad Boswick and um, James Brown biopic and Ray and like these were like major well, that, motion pictures and they're that so was before good. Netflix and before you know all that stuff. This is this is in the t- this is the time we live in where yeah Netflix and Hulu these they're make these these are the ones making the movies now. And I don't think anybody wants to spend a ton on a movie, you know, unless they know they're going to have a huge return. As as huge as the Ramones are, like, they were never, like, super profitable. Yeah, I don't know how international right. it's going to do. You know, right. Like, the, I'm sure they'll kill in the UK. I'm sure it'll do fairly well in the States. But, I, like, you're talking about, like, you know, Marvel money. I don't, I, I'm mm-hmm. not so sure about it, or Transformers but, or one of those things. Hey, listen, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be like this, but have you ever just searched through Netflix or Hulu or or uh, and you see all these movies and you ask yourself, how did these movies get greenlit? Yeah. Who who put in who said, you know what? Here's thousands of dollars. Go make this movie. You look at all these titles and you're like, I don't understand how these got made. Yeah, you know, there's movies you never heard of, and they look so crappy just from the description and the title and all, and who's in it, and it's like, what the hell is this? It's so such this, an interesting. You know. It's such an interesting thing because you can, like, you can be a working actor, be in like ten movies in a year, and no, next to nobody will, will have seen any of them. Like, yeah, but it helps beef up your resume, I guess. Yeah, and there's something too, like. They it's an industry where they know they can put like they they'll they'll make movies that they know are not going to make money because just because somebody wants to see it made or the script is so good or an actor is a passion project or whatever it is. And you, you never know if something's going to catch and be like a cult classic or something, you know, well, we never really had those. My big fat Greek weddings until, you know, the 90s, really, you know, until Pulp Fiction and. The whole Miramax revolution was kind of that. Clerks, you know, you started to have yeah. these indie movies pulp- break out. There was stuff before that. Rocky Horror, you know. This, yeah, but this- Rocky Horror took a long time to become a cult classic. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm like I. I struggle in the '90s. I could name ten indie movies that made huge profits. I, I struggle because you grew up of- with them. You know. I mean. But like. There's no, but I'm saying I struggle movies. to think of a, a movie from the '80s that was an indie movie. That's what I'm saying. You grew up in the 90s, so you're used to the, you know, you could probably name more 90s bands than you can 80s bands. Mm, Yeah. Squashing that. That's a bad retort from Frank. You're you're a retort. (laughs) 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 
Uh, Pfizer, it's this is JSAB's worst nightmare. She predicted this. Oh, God. Hold she on. laid this down as one of the reasons why she's not going to get the vaccine. What if we have to get a third shot? Oh, no. And I don't know if she got from Q or not, but as it turns out, yesterday, the Pfizer, I think Q's whispered in her ear. That's how she was able to predict that on the show. Uh, the Pfizer CEO, Albert Bor Borla, said that people will likely Al need. Al Borland? Yes. From Home Improvement? Yeah, he leaned over the fence. We couldn't see anything but his eyes. And then, I know that's Wilson. Yeah, that's um, Wilson. He said people are most likely going to need a third dose of the COVID-19 vaccine within 12 months of being fully vaccinated. So, Okay, with, so then get the, 12, the third thing. Yeah, but Frank, a third shot? Like how many shots is this going to take? Man? Uh, however many it takes. <laughs> Once a year is not Three that Three shots? Deal. I mean, I feel like it's easier Three. just to... It's so far. My wife brings up a good. We could be at six or seven shots by now. I think it's just easier to by let Aunt Meg get, die. Oh, okay. You know, and then by uh, the I gotta, time we get to that third shot, I'm sure there will be improvements on the vaccine, and it won't be like that for long. I don't know. Feels like they're stomping on my freedoms. I'd rather just oh, see no. Aunt Meg die. Aunt Meg hates you. I mean, because of that statement. One time, the second time. Now I got to go back a third time what if there's a met know. game that day you know we'll have to wait until someone invents something that could record stuff once that happens then you get the shot yeah i just don't like uh i don't like the whole thing it gets like you out of the work. house what's the problem you know everybody's dying to be out of the house and not in quarantine anymore then when we give you the chance to get in the car and go get a shot everybody's like no I'm gonna stay home. He also said that it's possible. He said it's also possible that people will need to get vaccinated against the coronavirus annually. I feel like this is pretty. Like the flu shot. Pretty stat. Yeah, yeah. Until you figure out. They're gonna have it in drugstore. You just go like you get the flu shot. Then this is just until they, you know, mass produce enough that it'll be regularly available, like the flu shot. Yeah. But first things first, let's get everybody the first t couple of doses. And I also think that you do get to a certain point, like w with all the slew of vaccines that we get from childbirth, where a vaccine makes its way to childbirth and then you get it there and then you're good. You know, you get that booster at six or seven or whatever it is, five, whatever you get the booster two, and right. then you're good for the rest of your life, like polio, exactly. and all the other ones that we get vaccinated for. Right. So there's that. I, I wouldn't I mean. By the time we get to the, you know, we have to get it every year. They're going to just keep improving and improving and improving on it. So, Well, here's my question, because and this is what I because I, I don't think anybody's talking about this. The, the a vaccine, we've not been able to cure a virus, flu, HIV, like you name it, viruses we can't get, um, you know, uh, smallpox. I don't know. I don't know. If that's a virus, but viral things. What is it? Bacterial. We can cure bacterial things antibiotic for the bacterial viral you can't right but this is like i i feel like nobody's really talking about the fact that this is a huge step in in a fight against a, a virus right forget you know that it's covid yeah. it's like we figured out how to kind of keep a virus at bay like right. are what's the next step in that fight like are we going to get 
a cure for viruses? Like, are we going to get a better hold on the regular flu in general in the future because of what we were able to do and how well, fast we were able to do it with this one? Like, I'm looking forward to the future here. Like, where's the we kind of not that we conquered this, but we did really well with this. Where do we go from yeah. here with this with these advancements that we've made? I think we could we'll get there. I mean, we're only going to go forward uh, with advancements and this kind of stuff. Um, viruses. I mean, I feel like, you, you know, we're holding them at bay and then we could only prevent people from catching them is the big thing. That's, you know, that's That's the hardest thing. And that is where we defeat them. If there are no hosts for the virus, then it can't survive. So if everybody's immune to it, the virus is nowhere to go. It just dies out. That's the way to get rid of it. And we'll get there. You know, if everybody, if in a couple of years, nobody's got coronavirus, maybe it'll just go away because everybody has got gotten the, um, the vaccine and nobody's, you know, transmitting it and stuff. So hopefully that's the way it'll go. That's if in a perfect world, but you know, like the flu, it'll just, I'm sure there'll be a little bit here and there and you just got to get vaccinated. That's all. That's what's weird. Like in three years or four years, we're still going to hear about somebody died of the, of COVID-19. Like what Jimmy, did you hear about Jimmy got COVID-19? Fucking believe this. Like nobody will be dying from it anymore. Hey, at least, uh, you know, at the very least, we'll make improvements on how we treat it, too. Yeah. So fewer and fewer, it'll be less and less lethal, you know, as we move forward. I can't I don't think it'll unless it mutates and we have to deal with another one. The thing we're dealing with now, it'll only we'll only get improvements from humanity on it. Speaking of lethal, White Claw, my friend. Uh oh. White Claw, like the coronavirus, is, has a variant. It's mutating and getting On stronger. its own? <laughs> yeah. Is it, uh, is it self-realizing? It's self-realizing. White Claw realized how integral it was to getting uh, chicks through 2020 and the, the first wave of the coronavirus, and now they know they Crucial. have to step things up for 2021. Uh, what are they doing now? White Claw. Here's the headline to this article. White Claw's new higher alcohol seltzer surge will wreak havoc this summer. Here's why we need it by Madeline Wells from the San Francisco. I could tell King. you. I could tell you why we need it. There you go. Yep, there it is. I mean, what's the what is the saying? No laws on White Claws or something. Is that what the, the kids is are that saying? The, is that really a saying? Yeah, there's like a saying, like there's like no no laws on white claws. Um, that's that's sad that we have a saying like that. Well, <laughs> sad or fantastic depends on how you're looking at it. Um, regular white claws. Let's see here. Company has announced the release of a new seltzer called Surge with a higher alcohol content, eight percent, and it's bigger too, sixteen ounces instead of twelve. Why don't you just sell turpentine? Just be, all, just be done with it. <laughs> just paint thinner. Just give us all paint thinner in a can. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you want hard liquor. I mean, seltzer is probably not where you want to be. But they have to compete, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Chet Hanks. We haven't talked about Chet Hanks at all. But he was talking about a white boy summer. And forget that. It's going to be a white claw summer is what it's going to be. Oh. Um. 
people are talking about Four Loco. Remember Four Loco? Whatever happened to Four Loco? Someone came out with Five Loco, and that was it for Four Loco. Four Loco had a lot of alcohol, but I think Seven it had... Seven-minute abs. <laughs> I think it had... <laughs> Classic. I think it had... Um... I think it had something else in it besides booze that was not good. I have no idea. Anyway, Four Loco uh, had 14% alcohol in it. That seems flammable. Oh, that was it. It had 14% uh, alcohol by volume and contained caffeine, and the FDA deemed it a public health concern. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're getting drunk, but you're getting the caffeine, so you're like... You probably run your car on it. Yeah. Basically, pour that in your gas tank. You're you're good to go. Yeah. What the hell, man? I mean, there's got to be a limit, right? Isn't there like a law you can't put so much? This there's got to be a percentage per whatever the hell. Like you can't be ninety percent alcohol. I don't know, but they're gonna sell them in individual cans for. You ready for this? Two ninety nine for a can. It's too. So you can get hammered for basically nine dollars. Three bucks a can, yeah, and it's how much? Seven percent? Eight percent? Eight percent alcohol? Yeah, you're done. I'm done in two cans. You are two cans, Sam. I am two cans, Sam. Mm-hmm. I'm think, drinking Arizona iced tea, and I'm a little tipsy right now. I think this is gonna be. I think these are gonna be huge. Um, I don't know all the flavors, but the two that they've announced are cranberry and blood orange. Yeah, you gotta start with cranberry. That's like. Cranberry's got like its foot in every door. Yeah, cranberries and everything. But um, the blood orange is the—that's the one for me. I like the summertime. Where was blood orange in the nineties? Yeah, when did blood orange really take start to take hold? They didn't like just invent that fruit. <laughs> I mean, that had to be around. Yeah, but when's the first time you remember a blood orange? Yeah, when I, I can't remember blood orange. I mean, I don't see, I don't remember it in the 90s or early 2000s. I feel like Blood Orange took off 2006, seven. Pellegrino. Yeah, San Pellegrino has a Blood Orange. Uh, when did that come out? It's not alcohol. I, yeah, that's what I, when did that come out? That's new though, because Pellegrino never made that stuff before. That's new. Yeah, I feel like Blood Oranges are. Those are good, though. Blood oranges and blood diamonds. Yeah. Around the same time. You put that San Pellegrino with a little vodka, and you got yourself a nice little party right there. I mean, sh- you'll, you'll, you'll lose a toe because there's so much sugar, but... A couple of cannolis. You got yourself a little Italian barbecue. Oh, my God. Last night, I finished off the um, the cannolis from... Uh, we had cannolis from Easter. Oh. We had the... Not the cannoli. We had the cream. And then you pour it into the uh, so it's, so what'd you cannoli do? Just... chip. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, God. Basically. I don't know if it was all that good, but I ate it. Do they was... sell cannoli cream? Or you have, yeah, I have to make that? No, yeah, they do. That's It came in a big thing. You cut yeah, the I tip. I see it anywhere. And they, they sell the, instead of like the curled up shell, they give you that like in like flat chips. And yeah. you just plop a little on. Oh, so good. That's dude. dangerous. That's so good. We get it every year for for Easter now, and then we kind of, you know. I think that's Oreo's next step, the filling. You make the filling cannoli cream. I'm not going to lie to you. I did put the cannoli cream on top of an Oreo last year, and it was phenomenal. I'm telling you. Yeah. 
that's the next move. That's that's the million dollar idea right there. Oreo can't get anything right though. I mean, I feel like their other creams outside of vanilla cream just don't. Yeah, no, I mean, it's double stuff for me, or it's nothing. No, I like regular stuff. Oh, what are you? What are you Amish? I know. What is that? You're gonna have I don't to know. apologize for the Amish. I'm people. sorry. That was I offensive. Like into, I that was offensive. The modern, mm-hmm. the modern era. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta step into today. Last episode, you accused me and Janine of making fun of gay people, which was totally unfounded. And now you're sitting here it slamming Amish people. Not slamming. I'm saying they they enjoy simpler things in life. Uh-huh. Simpler things being single stuffed Oreos. You know how I said that I'm a I I like indie stuff and I always go for weird things. I feel like I'm not like a mainstream guy. I noticed this about me too. I'm a single stuff Oreo guy. Also, like when I go to um, Shake Shack, you got the you could choose between the single burger patty and the double. I always go single. I don't like well, I'm that's different. Big that's on proportions. Different. That's different. That's a burger. You want one burger. That's there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like those two are related. Uh, no, because you're getting the big. I mean, one burger is enough. That's a lot. I think that's one like, row of cream is enough. I don't think you need more cream. It throws off the ratio of cream to cookie. I feel like it's too much cookie with the. With single row of cream. That's that's not enough. Once I went double stuff, I can't go back. That's crazy talk. I can't. I, I, I'm not down with any of that. I, I Oh yeah, you're, you're insane. You're insane. I might be insane. But shut up. <laughs> Telling you, it's double stuffed or nothing. That don't bother me with Oreos. That's crazy talk. I don't know what to tell you. But I'm telling you, cannoli cream in the Oreo. All right, well, listen, in a second, I'm going to take Oreos. Not in a second, but coming up at the end of the show, I'm going to take an Oreo, and I'm going to put Easy Cheese Cheddar on it. <laughs> and I apologize to the Amish. I didn't mean that. Yeah, you know what? You're not, apology not accepted. You're going to have to work you're not. You're not that. Amish, so I, any Amish people watching this. You take a look at this beard right now and tell me I'm not Amish. I mean, you come shave on. the mustache and we'll talk. I'm sure if I got one of those 23 and me's, I get a little Amish in there. They'd be like, yeah, you can build your own house. If, if you raise a barn and get rid of the mustache and get one of those hats, then, then we'll talk. I'll raise a barn by next Tuesday. What's the big deal? I'll show you. Do it. Friggin' do it. Um, Let's move on. To, oh, speaking of gay, here we go. Colton Underwood came out. Uh, right. Wednesday, Tuesday. I don't even remember now. Who knows? And um, people were surprised. Some people not so much. Turns out Billy Eichner, who I love so much, I think Billy he's Eichner great. is just his. He's one of those guys too that I don't consume. And like every time I see him in something, and he, I'm hysterical laughing. I go, why don't I watch more Billy Eichner stuff? I don't understand. It's hard to find. I mean, he was in. Uh... Yes. American Horror Story a little bit, but he wasn't really funny in that. He was more of a serious couple of roles. Uh, he does some bit characters in or one character in Bob's Burgers. And it's, you know, few and far between. OK, he does Billy on the street, which that's the most content you're going to get right yeah, now. Now that I don't know what because I'll watch that on YouTube. But that's that was on like a real channel. What channel was Billy on the street on? I have. I feel like it was um, True TV, maybe. Was it? Either True TV or Comedy Central, one of those cable. Uh, it wasn't like Fox or anything. It was like a 
AMC. I love that. I'm going to say truth. Some of them are, and when he gets like crazy and starts screaming at people and they run oh, from one to the next, I love it. It's just abusive and it's, it's I, wonderful. I just love it. He's just running and yelling in their face. Yeah, I love Billy Eichner a lot. Like, he's a guy that I wish I could just watch him do more normal normal stuff. Like, I don't need him in a movie. I want I want to just see Billy Eichner running around just being Billy, being himself. Just be Billy Eichner. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's hysterical. I'm in. Anyway. So what did he do? He predicted. Uh... Yeah. So I wonder. And, and like, you know, like gay guys will say, like, I have good gaydar. Like, I'll be able to, to pinpoint. And I wonder if this was a little gaydar coming out. Because I and here's the thing, too. I can't trust myself because I watch the clip and I'm looking at this guy and I go. Oh, kind of looks like, you know, he's doing a lot of things that, you know, he was a virgin. He never slept with anybody. You know, he had some yeah, kind doesn't of doesn't mean anything. I mean, he was a big star athlete. So that's against the typical, you know, stereotypes. We're talking stereotypes right now. Um, but um, I looked at a couple of his things. And when Billy and I'll play the clip for everybody so and you'll be able to see it, too. But when Billy says like, oh, you know, maybe you're gay, like there's such an awkward moment there. Like there's a real awkward so wait, moment so there. Billy Eichner's on the show. Billy Eichner comes rolling up on the show. They're in some camp or whatever. I won't play can this. We, can you play the clip or is it not? Yeah, no, I'm going to play the clip for you. But he just comes like they're at some like sleepaway camp or whatever. And Billy Eichner comes rolling down. You know, it, it's The Bachelor. There's no reason for any of this. He comes right. rolling down in like a golf cart with the host. So like all That's the chicks. Weird... Yeah, it's a weird. I, I I don't get it. It's 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 so Who stupid. Who pitches that? It's so dumb. You know what we'll do? We'll just bring Billy Eichner in, and he'll just do some wacky shit. Yeah, in fact, like, and Billy Eichner kind of pokes fun at it in the clip I'm going to play for you. He pokes fun at that very thing. Like, how does this gonna, you know, because they win like a three legged race, they mean they could, there might be a soul thing. Like, none of it makes any sense on these stupid shows. No, it doesn't. That's kind of what the shows are. So anyway, so they're talking to the girls. I guess they're at like a camp or whatever. And the point of the competition in this particular instance is one team versus the other team. And one team, whoever wins, they get to stay with Colton at the sleepaway camp. And the other team who doesn't win, they have to go back to the house where they're all staying. So they don't get to spend time. I don't know what you're talking about. Play the clip. That's the premise. So, <laughs> so that's what I just saved you. I just saved you four minutes of this clip that you don't have to I watch. Appreciate now. that. What we get now is Billy Eichner walking away with Colton to so that they can have like a conversation while the girls are getting dressed and ready to compete so this against is each other. Just the two of them as, on a side conversation. Side conversation, but the host is there too. The host guy is okay. with them, but they like walk off to go sit like under the trees and whatever and. And they do like a talk and, you know, I guess that's part of the, you know, you get Billy Eichner, you got to have him interact with the, with the Bachelor and say some funny stuff. And that's basically what he's doing. So here's the clip. We'll pick it up here. Colton. All right. I've just met you. Yes. Um, you're a virgin. Yes. Never even like a one night. No. I feel like those are awkward. I no, they're I fantastic. <laughs> are you going to wait till you get married? I'm going to wait until I'm in love. Fine. You get an award. Um, okay, but listen, then you have sex, and the sex is bad. Wait, there's always room for improvement. Not a lot. The last time I was around this many virgins. Well, um, I was a guest on The View. 
glad you waited to have sex until you found someone who can successfully do a three-legged race. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Egg on a spoon. Is this not criteria that you normally look for? No. The first thing I do, I'm gay. I know that's a shock, Colton. And that, I think, you should look into. Maybe you're the first gay bachelor and we don't even know. Whoa. I, I, no. <laughs> Put that in your promo. See you later. <laughs> wow. Right? I mean, did you, did you see his reaction? He was like, holy crap. How did he guess? Yeah. Now, what's funny about Billy Eichner there, though, is you can kind of tell because we're all guilty of this. He he said it and was thinking about his next joke. So I don't think he had time to, like, absorb Colton's reaction like because he was already thinking about putting another line out there to be funny. Yeah, true. But we're looking at it through hindsight. We know that we know what 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 happens. You know, we know the end result is that he's gay, but. Back then, you know, you're assuming the bachelor isn't. Look at that face. I just freeze framed it right. That's the, that's the exact that's, moment when you got outed it. on national television by Billy that's Eichner. The, that's the holy crap. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> now, how did this come up? Did Billy Eichner, uh, you know, start passing this around or? Yeah. Well, that's because after he. So when he came out on Good Morning America. Uh, the American version, not the Britain version. Pierce wasn't there. Um, they people started like putting it together, like, "Oh, didn't Billy Eichner say this once to him?" And and they went That's and they, hilarious. they found the clip, and it's been all over the internet for like a day and a half now. Hey, that was. They should have a. Do they have? They should make a a, a gay bachelor. Show. Have they done a gay bachelor? Why don't they do don't, a gay bachelor? That would be they amazing. Should. Have him do it, you know. He's, yo, uh, you know that would be perfect. Strike where the iron's hot. He's, you know, yeah, that would... attention right now. You put him on that show. Although I feel like the, I feel like gay guys would be like, what if this guy already had his chance and he chose to go with the chicks? This is bullshit. Like, time for somebody else to go. I, I guarantee <laughs> you're gonna get ten, twelve guys, however many us on the show. Oh, to line up for him? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like he looks, yeah, like a, like a yeah. You know, you'll get you'll get contestants for that. That's that's a no brainer. I don't know why. I'm sure he's got offers. I'm sure they're making. They're probably throwing offers. Yeah. See, right my now. wife thinks he should be punished for what he did. He did. He, what? Yeah, he stalked that girl. He, the, oh, that's not cool. Yeah, stalking's not cool. Yeah. But what, so supposedly, what, what, uh, she is was is that true? Is there a restraint? Supposedly, the girl who won the show, he was like stalking her, and there was like a restraining order. So uh, there's a whole side that's of Colton weird. that we don't know about. I mean, if he, I mean, if, why would he be interested? I don't know. You know? I, I, I don't know. Who knows if it, I, I, it doesn't, it may not have been born out of interest. It may have been born out of, you know, he was upset about something or whatever. Right, right. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a strange, uh, that's a strange thing. Yeah, that's maybe, why yeah. some detractors were saying, again, this is not me, but some detractors were saying that he did this now to blow the story away from, the other story oh, of being, being a stalker, a crazy stalker guy. Yeah, that's weird. Now, if they did a gay bachelor, you got to you get Billy Eichner to host that. That's a no brainer. I don't know why. I feel like didn't we just get a black bachelor and like that was a big deal? Like everybody's like the first black that's bachelor. Insane. That's insane that that's a big deal. Uh, like yeah. that, that it has to be a big deal. Like it's it's great that it happened. But why that's like. 
Well, that's what's so hilarious about... It should be as regular as anything. Right. That's what's so hilarious about... God, I hate to say this. I sound more more like a crazy right-wing person. But that's what's so crazy about the media. They go, oh, there's, you know, there's racism this and there's racism that, yet they produce a show for like 20 seasons and not once pick a black guy or a black chick to be on the show. It's like you want to be fair, look in the mirror. Start with the start in the mirror. Well, the media and... A TV show are two different things. They are two different things. Correct. But they're both basically, you know, they're both on Channel 7. You know what I'm saying? Like ABC's on yeah, both of them. Different people run different things. It's not It's not like the news. It's not like, uh, you know, the news anchors are producing The Bachelor. Yeah. The black the guy was writers. a knockout, too, from what I understand. This is why I can't watch any of these shows. These people are too fucking good looking for me. They make I can't me feel tolerate. terrible. Yeah, I feel awful. <laughs> Yeah, my wife. We've never we've never watched an episode. There yeah. should be an ugly batch. Like it should be just one ugly guy, twelve ugly girls, and do that show. That's that's who you want to get hooked up. Well, they've These done that. Tr- Remember Joe Millionaire? That was that whole premise. Like but he wasn't really a millionaire. Yeah, but that was about money. They were all attractive people. Yeah, I'm talking about you get a bunch of slobs and and disgusting people. That's who need. Those are the people that need to get hooked up. The people that are on these shows now don't need help finding people. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? Because we saw this with um, uh, the MTV guys. Who's the Paulie D and the other one there? Jersey Shore. Yeah, like the the girls get crazy. Like now, now I don't know if Paulie D or Vinny are good looking. I'm sure some people find them attractive, but they're not bachelor level. These guys are like chiseled no, out but- of stone. Right, but but, but uh, they have huge followings because they're you know. But I but I but to finish the point, like I can speak for the girl, like the girls on that show are not as good looking as the girls on The Bachelor, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. But they it, they still. My point is, is though it didn't matter. Like none of it mattered. They once they got into the format of the show, they just battled it out. Like it it was just like course. any other show. So but if you put I'm an saying, ugly person in that seat, I I think you're. I'm with you. Like, oh, how would it change the dynamic? I don't. I think after ten minutes, they'll all be so jazzed up. They'll be like, you know what? The ugly guy's kind of cute. I kind of like him. Which is great. That's what I'm saying. That we should be hooking up ugly people because the attractive, crazy attractive people, they don't need help. They don't need TV shows to get hooked up with. You know what, Frank? You make a good point. You know, uh, the black community, the gay community, the, the Asian community. These are all communities that. They could choose a bachelor from, and they will never choose an ugly one. The ugly people will be ignored forever. That's you know, give me a giant fatso with like. What do you call that? Looksism. That's looksism, and I'm you know what? I'm against that. I accept everybody. No Tell how me, they look. You got an ugly person as the bachelor, yeah. and you got a bunch of ugly women, you know, not, not conventionally attractive women on the show. I feel like that would be a home run. People would be Nobody would show it. up for that audition. Sure, they would. If you're like, "Hey, we're looking for mediocre-looking women," no, not one woman average, would show you up. Put, you put average-looking, insane, N- average-looking women. You'll get you'll nobody get will come. The block, nobody will you come. You get to pick who. I guarantee people will show up. Never. You say we're booking for. You don't even say that. You say we're booking for a TV show. People will line up. Well, that's you fine. Just, you can't say we're booking for average, average-looking well, women. Well, you can't TV say we're show. booking. We're booking hot women. 
sure they don't I, say that. I, I don't know. I think those things say beautiful women. I do, they do technically say beautiful in there. All right. So I'm sure they get auditioned. I'm sure not so attractive people audition for these shows as well. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, are you a, you a regular, call it regular. I think they did regular Joe, but you call it regular something. I don't know. And you just have, I'm telling you, I think that would be good. And then you have people at home rooting for, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the one with no teeth. I'm, I'm rooting for uh, the bald, you know, this guy, the fat guy. But, you know, I think that would be instead of I'm rooting for the hot one. Well, which one's that? Well, you know, what's funny I, again with these reality shows, how many times the singing ones are the worst? How many times do they portray the ugly or fat and old person? And they like truck them out there and you're like, oh, this isn't going to be good. They're going to be terrible and silent. Oh, and they're the best singer. And then they're like the best. And they're like, wow, look at Fatty. She can sing. Isn't that great? And that clip always goes viral. People are always talking about like, wait, look and see how awful this person looks. I can't how beautiful believe their voice that an ugly is. person has some kind of ability. Right. It's, <laughs> it's such like, a... <laughs> And but it happens all every season they do it every single season on every one of these shows which by my count is seven thousand times a year this happens yeah you'll never believe that I know you know that attractive people could sing yeah but have you ever heard an ugly person sing wow well, buckle your seatbelt <laughs> I mean yeah every, anybody you can be a singer if you're good you know it's the talent yeah every a lot of people have it. um. By the way, how great was Eichner in that clip? He's just so like he's he's on man. Every the time last time I've been around this many virgins, I was on the View. Like you just can't even like that's so great. I love Perfect. that guy. He, the guy he nails it every time. He's great. What was the show with Jenny McCarthy on MTV? The dating show. I don't know that. Singled out. Singled out had a gay episode, and that was like huge news. Do you remember that? That was I back. Do not. In in the oh my god that had to be in the 90s yeah had to be in the 90s they had singled out you'd have a bunch of you'd have one guy and a bunch of chicks and they would answer questions and then like it would be like one guy and a hundred girls and then he would answer a question and if your answer didn't match his you had to leave and they whittled down the whole huge crowd of girls until they eventually got to one and or I forget however the ending went but that was Jenny McCarthy's first real show you don't do you remember this show it's that i remember the name i, I don't think I've. oh my god she was so great and she used to stand in the crowd with all the guys and they used to all be like assholes to her but she used to beat the shit she used to like slap the guys like crazy and she punch seems like him a tough woman yeah it was the best ever and it got progressively worse as the show went on she would be like just taking rocky swings at some of these dudes just as a goof and it was hysterical but god. they had a gay episode i remember this because it was like a big story at the time but I thought it was great. You know, I thought it was yeah. like of the time. I'm surprised. I'm surprised there isn't one. Uh, a gay bachelor, a gay bachelorette. Yeah. All that stuff. Why not? Maybe the gay community is like, you know what? We're too good for this. Like, don't drag us into this stupid shit that you straight people are doing. Got a point there. <laughs> yeah, they've been watching all the stuff that straight people have been doing and like, yeah, yeah. we're good. That's probably what it is. They probably brought it up, and and the and the one gay TV executive was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, stop, stop right now. We're not yeah. dragging my people into this. Like, I'm not gonna have it." It's called gay pride. Yeah. So. <laughs> we have too much gay pride to do this. Yeah. 
We don't need we don't need bachelors and bachelorettes. Yeah, don't drag us down to your fucking straight level. People are embarrassing. That's funny. Um, speaking of embarrassing, Frank, dear God, A Rod and J Lo. My goodness. Finalized, huh? It's over. So we did this what a couple of weeks ago. We did the story that they broke up. We did the podcast. Then they then J Lo comes out like seven hours later and is like, no, we're not broken up. Okay, so we all right, no big deal. And now here we are just a couple of weeks later and uh it's splitsville for them. It's been confirmed. So divorce papers signed, the whole deal. They're not married. They were engaged. Oh, I thought they were married. No, they were engaged. Uh, I don't know. They were engaged. Nothing. And then I think didn't they push back their wedding? That might have been a COVID thing though. I'm not entirely sure. Um, which is never a good sign. See, this is why you never let that you never never let them push the date back. It's always That's the Costanza rule. Yeah. Yeah, it's never good. It's always hiding Don't postpone. something. Yep. Um, but um, the rumor was that he was talking with a young lady. And we found out that young lady is Madison LaCroix. Madison LaCroix. Who I don't think is better looking than J-Lo. But I, you know me, I got a thing for uh, brunettes. I'm not a blonde uh, guy. I don't like the blonde blue eyes. There's uh, There's Madison LaCroix right there. She's not bad. Oh, she's not ugly by any, uh, you know, but uh, she's on Southern Charm. I don't know what that is. Me neither. I know of the show. I don't, I've never seen it. It's a Bravo thing. This is Andy Cohen. He's got, I'll tell you what, Andy Cohen is like uh, a genius. He's got everybody like back in high school and talking about rumors and, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he slipped uh, this young lady A-Rod's number at some point so she could FaceTime him. See that? He's the mastermind behind it all. He's uh, running the world. I love Andy Cohen. He's a good guy. Um, Cover your ass. Yeah. So, so A-Rod, you think he he runs to this to this woman? Andy Cohen. I know you hate when I name drop, but Andy Cohen used to listen on, on EHM when I was on EHM. I got it. He, there you go. he shouted. He shouted us out on the show. On his show. Did once. he do that? Yeah, he did. There's a clip of it somewhere. I just don't care enough to go find it. Good. Um, but I do appreciate it. Again, anytime anybody pumps me up, I I do appreciate that. It's always appreciated. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, She's filling in. Where is she, by the way? Where is Jay Sebs? Speaking of J Lo's and A Rods, where's Jay Sebs? I I think you got her. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. She sent a cryptic message. She's like, "I'll be there or won't I." What's going to happen to you? That's, that's all I got. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, also, we had a good run. Also, I got this message. I got the shot and I'm not going to make it. So I don't know if that means like in life or just for mm. the show. I, I don't know. I, I'm mm. not sure, Frank. I'm oh, not well. Sh- I'm not sure how it's all working. She, um, she makes it. She makes it. What are you going to do? So here's the thing. So. They thought it was this Madison LaCroix the first time they broke up. So they went and tracked her down and she wouldn't answer any of the questions. She said that they caught everybody. Classic co- Madison LaCroix. Yeah. Sneaky son of a bitch. But they caught her off guard. Now she's saying that. Hang on a second. Page six. That's a made up name, by the way. There's no way that's her real name. Madison LaCroix. That's a porn star name. Is that made up or is that a real name? Do you know? That's her real name. That's a real name. Is it? Is that like a reality show? It has to be. It's on Bravo. Yeah. They couldn't call it Real Housewives of whatever Southern City. They had to call it Southern Charm. I'd love to know the difference. 
So I thought Southern Charm was uh, one of those CMT shows. Yeah. Country music. She's either a housewife or she's selling real estate. It can't be anything else on Bravo. She's selling real estate. Bravo used to show operas. Young Southern people. What is it, Frank? I'm sorry. When Bravo first came out, they used to show opera. I know. You remember that? Before, (laughs) Before they gave it to Andy Cohen and then people. They were that and was in Supermarket Sweep on Bravo originally. I think it was. Probably. And then Andy Cohen, they gave it to Andy Cohen and he, he actually got people to watch it. Sweep. That's a winning formula. Yeah. So anyway, so this time around, page six got to her and she says, and I quote, I wish them the best. But Wait, LaCroix said that? LaCroix said that. She said on Andy Cohen, she told Andy Cohen during her Southern Charms, what do they call that? Like reunion show? I it. Oh, okay. She said... That there was, okay, on the reunion episode, she had been FaceTiming with an unnamed famous baseball player. She said this months ago. LaCroix told Andy Cohen on the show that the then mystery man contacted me, she said. Yes, we DM'd, but other than that, there was nothing. I've never seen him or touched him. She subsequently told Page Six of the alleged relationship. He's never physically cheated on his fiance with me. She told. Physically. She said that her and A Rod had only spoken on the phone, but never had been physical, never had any kind of anything, just an acquaintance. Meantime, sources close to the former slugger shot down the rumors telling the Post he doesn't know this woman. I feel he like doesn't know this woman. Ooh, I feel like you, a, a girl like J Lo from the Bronx, like that's you don't have to physically cheat. Like I, I think once there's a, the rings come off, the earrings come out, then it's go time for J Lo. But I'm just throwing but, down. But right, am I wrong here that it's just it, it could just be a DM and a FaceTime, and that's enough to get your, enough. Your, your teeth knocked in. Yeah, yeah. Again, J Lo. Tough woman. Yeah, I don't think J-Ro runs a loose ship. I think everything is nice and in order. She'll she'll kick your ass. I I believe that to be true. Was she 50 and she'll she'll throw down? Yeah. Uh, According to TMZ, Lopez has not yet returned her $1.8 million engagement ring. All right. This this is the roughest thing. When did this break? Thursday, I think. Thursday morning, late Wednesday night, Thursday morning, whatever it was. Um... He went on Instagram and did an Instagram story. Wait until I get to the end of this, damn it. This is going to be the saddest thing I tell you all episode. He went on Instagram and did an Instagram story where he was like panning the camera around photos of the two of them. Okay. And he ended, let me see if I can get it for you. He picture ended, of Madison LaCroix. Uh, that's fucked up. You know what, Frank? It's too soon. It's the, the split is all. It's just happened. He ended on a photo, a framed picture of their names carved into the sand on a beach. Uh, wait for it. I told you to wait for it. I'm waiting. All right. Yeah. So. And by the way, how perfect is this photograph, Frank? It's it's on the beach. You could like the water has just barely touched the edge of the heart. 
All right. Underneath the heart. Is that like a glare or reflection or something? It's like a glass cube. I don't know what that is. Okay. He's oh, got a bunch see. of stuff okay. there. But um, yeah. he's got the arrow going through. Jennifer That's... and Alex is in the, like written in the font. Heart. It's yeah, I, I, it looks like it might be photoshopped a little. I'm not. All right, right. I was gonna say that's, that's pretty damn good for like a finger or a stick. But he's got that. Um, he's got or that. A rod. Yeah, he's got it on. He's got it framed that it's on his thing, and he tagged. He tagged J Lo. The right. news that they broke up is already out, and he put this out, and he at J Lo on the story, and guess what song was playing oh no yeah yeah what cold plays fix you now that is just about the saddest song ever so doesn't ever. seem like a rod wanted to do this you know wanted to split it up is that what we're saying I don't no 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 I mean I read this uh, how do you read this I read this as like he's like Sad and misses her. This to me That's what is I'm saying. like a plea. Oh, that what you were saying? I thought you were saying I'm the saying other that thing. A Rod didn't want to split up. It sounds like what? Yeah, like why would you publicly on Instagram on stories tag her so that everybody can see you're friggin' panning your memories and you're li you're listening to Coldplay and not just Coldplay, but the saddest sappiest fucking Coldplay song they that song like all like the other sad Coldplay songs look at that song and go Jesus Christ man cheer the fuck up already that's like as much pressure on JLo as proposing in a stadium that's just you have to say yes and then you sort it out later that's exactly what that is you really know right. that you hit that right on the nose that's that's rough. How did, what is she? What, did she respond? Do we know what the answer? Like, when did this happen? I don't think she responded, but he took it down. Uh, he it didn't last too long on there. He took it down. Now you think he's one of these people that has people posting stuff for him? Regular posts, but a story like that—that's him. Yeah. That's him doing that. That yeah. song, by the way, I'm not gonna lie to you. It is one of the few songs that could get me a little emotional. And I'll tell you why. First of all, that song is... It's, I can tell you why. It's a sin. The end of the song, the song slowly build. Do you know the song? Vaguely. If I heard it, I'm sure. The song slowly builds for like three and a half minutes and then comes to this huge crescendo. And the lyric Ooh, is... Crescendo. Tears stream down your face. I forget. When you lose something you can't replace. I mean, it's just the saddest fucking thing that you could ever say. So I'll tell you why that song is emotional for me. That song played. Because you're a three-year-old girl. Shut up. That song played uh, when I held my grandmother's uh, hand as she was she died in my arms. So how right. stupid I, you feel I, now. I feel like an asshole now. You should feel like an asshole. <laughs> I feel like a giant asshole. Yeah, I wish that story was true. And I'm not, not going to... Actually, oh, what happened was dick. that song played <laughs> when the Islanders me. came out of the dressing room for their last game at Nassau You're Coliseum, right. with you. and I started oh, so swelling up with, with tears. <laughs> you giant idiot. I don't know why I listened. I... When my wife and I got married, her gift to me was she bought me tickets to the opening uh, game for the Islanders, 
and the last game ever at the Coliseum. And that's the song that played when they came out of the dressing room and I was welling up with, uh, I was, I didn't cry, but I was welling up with tears a little bit. You probably didn't even cry at a kid's birth. No. No. By it's the way, my the grandmother Islanders did die game. in my, in my arms and I was like, whatever, let's get some barbecue. That's not the Same. point. Let's not judge people for what they've done, Frank. That's unfair. Just the way you were with the Amish earlier. Point is. I love the Amish. All I said was they might enjoy a simpler cookie because they enjoy a simpler lifestyle. Sounds like you're walking it back now. But anyway. I'm walking it back a little. What I was going to say. <laughs> what I was going to say was. Trying. Um, the saddest thing of all of this is that the Islanders wound up returning to the Coliseum anyway. And it was all for naught. So if I can oh, talk so to A-Rod directly here for a second. Here we go. Just the way the Islanders return to the Coliseum because of that song, maybe J Lo will come back to you. Later. The magic of Coldplay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think you might be overestimating their magical abilities. What is now? Do you have a song that just like a, like a breakup song, like a song that? There was a breakup or whatever, and you just like this is like the saddest shit ever, like that. I have a sad song, but it's not over a breakup. It actually is about a death. Okay, it has to do with the death, and this is 100 percent true. So I'm not trying to trick you or anything, like you know, like you tricked me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, my uncle, who passed away, uh, that'll be well, like let's see seven or eight years ago now mm -hmm. um at the time one of his favorite songs he listened to it a lot and i think it was his uh his daughter my cousin has had the song as her ringtone um and we were in the hospital me my entire family we were all there because he was not doing well he had lung issues and he it was his final days so we were all there it's one of those situations where you're there kind of just, just waiting. Yeah. And um, his favorite, this was his favorite song. And it was, uh, it was story of my life. So the, the story of my life, one direction, I believe. Really? Like a new song. It was like a, a newer song. That's a newer it song. Like, it was his, he loved it at the time. Like it was new and he heard it and he played it a lot. He's like, Oh, this is a great song. Um, and he, you know, because it was, I think it had just maybe come out or you just heard it, whatever it was. So we're in the hospital. We're all gathered. This is literally, we're gathered around his bed. And he passes away. We're all there. And my cousin's phone rings. Rings? And the, like the second that it happened, my cousin's oh God. phone rings and the song plays. Wow. Story of my life. That's something else. And, you know, we're all there and we're like, you know, that was it's weird timing. Like you're at a death. Turn off your ringer, asshole. What's your exactly. problem? That was kind of rude. Yeah. But um, but uh, that was hard so for that, me to make that joke. Time, I just want everybody to know that was hard for me to make that joke. I had to do it. But yeah, you powered through, though. It felt it, I've, I'm like, that's one I'm going to apologize to Frank for later on yeah, after the show. Dick. Just so you so every time I hear that song now, I think of, I think of my, my uncle. That's a tearjerker. That's yeah, a it tough... was rough. And it's a, it's not a you know, it's. It's a it's a ballady song. It's also it's automatically it's not like a, you know, it's not like schools out by Al, Al you know, yeah. Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's already a tearjerker kind of. But even though even the 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 lyric of the title "Story of My Life," like that's that's exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's and tough. this was like at the time it was his big song, and she had it, and it was 
you know, it was it was rough. Um, another thing that I, another tearjerker song of mine, this is sad. I, I feel like I don't have any real emotions, but when. Does it have to do with hockey or sports? It does have to do with sports. Okay, good. <laughs> Honestly. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I played soccer when I was younger. <laughs> what? You just said it had nothing to do with sports. I said it does have to do with sports. Oh, oh, it does. Oh. I played soccer when I was younger and like. I don't even know how old I was, but like, I just remember, like, I love the coach. Like, I love the team. Like, I had so much fun and like the season was over. Like we were done and we went to Jan's in uh, Queens for ice cream. Famous Queens place. Love that place. I Metropolitan think, Avenue. I think it was like one of the first places that started the kit. I don't know if it was the first ever, but as far as our knowledge, and that's where the kitchen sink was invented, where they would put like 47 scoops of ice cream and. You'd have to eat it all, and if you finished it, you didn't have to pay. Yeah. They had. Chance. I don't know if they invented it, but they definitely had it. They had it, and they've been around for like since like Forever. the forties. It's a soda. Or it was like yeah, one of those old fashioned soda. Ice yeah, cream yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we went there for ice cream, or whatever. Get back in the car, and I'm like so like distraught. I'm like seven. I don't know, and more than words comes on the radio, and I was like <laughs> more than words devastated, devastated. Oh my God. Pull the tears right out of those me. lyrics. That if that song, my wife said it the best. She goes, that, that song is about getting a blowjob. Is it really? <laughs> it's gotta be. No. Yeah, saying I love you is great, but it, you know, more than words. If you show me, it'd be, oh it'd really? Be, that's another thing. I I can't confirm that, but it's a good metaphor for it. I think. That's a saying I love you is not what I want to hear from you. You know, more than words. Just you think the guy's out, trying yeah, to yeah. talk her into a beach? I or think so. Say, saying I love you is not the words I want to hear from you. It's not that I want to, not to say, but if you only knew how easy it would be to show me how you feel. <laughs> More than words is all you have to do to make it real. Then you wouldn't have to say that you love me because I'd already know. Yeah. I, my wife pointed this out. We're listening to it in the car. And she goes, if this song isn't a metaphor for wanting to get a blowjob, <laughs> I think he, he wrote this song for that reason. That's that's his motivation behind it, I think. I'll tell you what, that's definitely the part of the beginning. What you what would you do if my heart was torn in two? More than words to show you feel that your love for me is real. Yeah, I guess so. That's kind of messed up. I was thinking about my uh, soccer team. What does that have to do with soccer? I mean, if you listen to the words, but it's, it's a sad, a but it's, it's a, a sad, sad song. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm seven. I don't. I am even listen to the words. You know, it's just yeah. like it's just kind of sad. You know, yeah. and I'll I still think of the soccer team when I, that song comes on today. But to me, it's a sad song. I don't know. It's just like a, it's a bit of a tear. I hear you. I hear you. There's, sad, there's some sad songs out there that get you. I guess so. I what guess about so. that Christmas shoes? Is a, is a son of a oh, bitch for song. Christmas. I can't even listen to that anymore. They made a friggin' movie about it. Did they? Yeah, called Christmas Shoot. It's like a Hallmark or Lifetime thing. But yeah, it's a Christmas movie now. You know what's weird? For a couple of years after 9-11, it was there. And then at some... I don't know when it happened, but one Christmas, somebody just decided that's it, enough for Christmas Shoes. And you just don't hear it anymore. It's out of the of the season's playlist. Nobody People, plays it anymore. Nobody wants to hear it. It's so depressing. So sad. You want to hear it. 
you go on YouTube, you go on spot, you, you choose it, choose to hear it. Yeah. You don't want it to, as you're driving, you don't want to make yourself turn into a freaking uh, into a brick wall. But it was a little annoying at the time, too, because then like when people heard it, it's so they so connected with it. And then they just everybody because I remember like there was one week where five people were like, did you hear this Christmas shoes song? I got to play it for you. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard it. I got it. But they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. He just wants to get shoes for his mom. And I'm like, I, no, I know. I, yeah, I understand. No, I, I, I got I'm it. I'm executive producer on the song. I know what it's about. And then they're like, wait, wait, wait let me play it for you. Because I don't think you're getting I'm like, no, God damn it. I'm fucking, I get it. <laughs> I have co-writing credits. Leave me alone. <laughs> My wife hates that. You hate that. You can't stand that song. Right? It's brutal. It's very upsetting. It shouldn't be played anymore. It's not. Uh, but it's weird. We kind of needed it that year, you know. It's um, up, Frank's dad. Frank's dad. We've baby. talked about your dad is in The Irishman. He is in The Irishman. A couple scenes. Because I feel like, I don't know, when I, I don't know. I don't know why, but we talked about it on the podcast. And we definitely, The Irishman I came out like before we did. the podcast, didn't it? The Irishman came out. Oh, we told the story on the podcast, but I, the story was, is I sit down to watch The Irishman. We're like 10 minutes in or whatever. And Frank's father just like. <laughs> is the only like face on the screen like clear as day and i like i picked up the phone right away and i texted you i was like your dad is like obviously in the eye like we knew Which, he was going to be in it but oh okay because i didn't know i, I could have sworn i told you before you watched the movie no i knew he was going to be in it i remember you guys telling me like my dad's in the in the al pacino movie and i was like cool and he's in like one of these banquet hall scenes and i was like i'll have to really look for him you don't have to no, look you like, won't <laughs> the camera is like you know yeah, right you know what my dad looks like you could spot him he's center of the screen he's basically looking, center of the screen i have a couple of pictures of that shot but he's in it he's one of the the people cheering on al pacino's giving a speech uh as um as jimmy hoffa and yes. he's in the crowd yes and he's in two of those scenes one one of the they're both filmed in new york but one of the scenes is supposed to be in new york the other one's supposed to be in florida Right. They filmed them both in New York. That one in, in Florida scenes. was that. That was that Leonard's of Great Neck, wasn't it? Wasn't that Leonard's of Great Neck? It's what you mean. It's really where it's supposed to be. No, no, no. That's where it was filmed. It's supposed to be. In Florida. Oh, I don't remember. That might be. That, yeah, that's very possible. There's this beautiful wedding hall. Um, that coincidentally they filmed The Sopranos in that too. When Johnny Sack's daughter got married, that's the same. Uh, that's the same okay. place. It's, I think it's Leonard's of Great Neck, if I'm not mistaken. I might have it confused with another one, but it's here on Long Island. Of course, I'm never going to find this picture ever again, so that's fine. Right. So he's, take my word for it. He's in the movie. But uh, so I got a bit of news today, literally before we started this podcast uh, today, that uh, my dad is going to be in something else. Um, now, I've never seen the show, but now I'm going to have to start watching it. He's going to be in the marvelous Miss Maisel. That is huge. huge. As an extra, you know, I don't, I don't think he has any lines yet, yet. But knowing my dad, you know, <laughs> he might have a line. <laughs> he'll talk. He'll, he'll, you know, charm he, his way into a line or two. I was gonna say he might be in the cast by the time season four rolls around. He's gonna, ha he's gonna direct an episode. <laughs> but. What's crazy about this is, you know me, I love The Irishman more than life itself. It's a three and a half hour movie that I just I've, like it. <laughs> I've seen like 400 times. I can't stop watching this movie. 
Um, and I think one of the great TV shows to come out of the last five, 10 years is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like your dad is doing everything, every show and movie that I love. Your dad seems to be. Now, did I say Miss? It's Mrs., right? Mrs. Maisel. Is it Miss Maisel or Mrs. Maisel? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. One of the great shows. If you've never seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it's based on a real person. It's a true story. It's about this, for lack of a better term, housewife. She's Jewish in 19, what did you say, 50, whatever, 60, 50s, I think. And uh, the, the fir- I'm not giving away any spoilers here, but the, the first episode hooks you right in where her hus- she's just married to her husband, Jewish guy, mom and dad buy them a big apartment on in the city, and he wants to be a stand-up comedian, so he they they go to like a comedy club and he does his like routine and everything and she's just totally not a total housewife like she wakes up before he gets up so she could put makeup on her face so she could look pretty for him like prototypical stereotypical woman 1950s. of the 50s yeah and then at some point she just decides i'm funnier than him and i can do this and so you follow her journey into stand up comedy and it is just delightful the whole thing is just one of the greatest the yeah. my wife loves the wardrobe the cars you know well, the whole... show's won how many awards now i mean geez, yeah it's only, what two years old three, yeah it's only two seasons it's only two, two seasons. seasons yeah so this but, thing is only gonna keep going and be crazy and everything go on for years yeah everything about it the scripts are fantastic the the cadence of the show is unbelievable the Actors and actresses are just phenomenal. The whole thing is good. So that's this is that's terribly exciting. Yeah. And they said he's going to be in some. Uh, the scene will be in a uh, topless bar. Nice. And my dad being. He looks good. Topless. Da- right. <laughs> You're an ass. My dad being my dad. He goes, oh, it's going to. It told me it's going to place take place in a topless bar. I went, oh, he goes, you know, titty bar. I was like, I was like, yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get it. Thank you. That is your classic dad. Like he felt the need yeah. to explain it to you. That something. Yeah, obvious. I'm like, got it. <laughs> well, what tell? Do you want to tell everybody the other part that you were telling me? Oh, <laughs> so my dad, my dad is in his late sixties, um, and he uh, he gets another thing. Uh, I don't know if it was a phone call or some form or something like an audition and he gets offered this audition and it's for uh, a show or something that 50 cent is doing. I'm not sure what it is, mm. uh, but it apparently the scene that he was going to be in it and takes place in a police precinct. And he was offered the role of perp uh, in the police precinct. And they asked him if he would mind if he minds doing full frontal nudity. And I, as soon as he said that, I went, Dad, I love you. <laughs> but for the love of God, don't, do, you know, whatever they'll pay you, I'll pay you double. Just don't do it. Do not be in this. Because, don't be in this. I can't. I, there's not enough therapy on this planet that could help me recover from this. He said, don't worry. I turned it down. That's hysterical. Said, Thank God. Not, I wouldn't want to stifle his creativity or his, you know, 
burgeoning career. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to be like, obviously, he enjoys it. It's kind of hard to be like, don't do that. But, you know, at the same uh, time, I had no problem saying don't do that. Here's the problem with that. Can I and I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah, you you and your dad are not the problem. It's all your asshole friends that would be sending you pictures of your dad's junk on a daily basis. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. You two as adults could handle it. He could do it. You could not watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it. But you just wouldn't watch it, you know, but your asshole friends would be constantly putting it in your face, which we would for sure do. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about coordinated, orchestrated attacks. Well, no, if that ever happened, I'd I'd be in a a new country. I'd have to leave, start a new life somewhere. I'm not just talking about like texting it to you unsuspectingly or sending you links to click on the new Metallica song and then it's your dad's junk. I'm talking about I for sure, I know me personally, would print it on a cake and bring it to you for your birthday. Yeah, no, I know. Because that's just the kind of guy I am. Oh, you're a special individual. Solid. And I would expect nothing less. Yeah. I would do the same to you <laughs> were roles reversed. Of course. However, of course. Uh, but I, I told him, I, I said, listen, I, I love you, but holy shit, I can't, I can't stress enough mm. how I do not, we, you don't, you don't need it. Right. Don't just, you don't need the role. Yeah. You know, I, I get you want to keep doing this, stuff, but he's he right away. He said, I'm not doing Would he have done it, though, if it wasn't for the embarrassment that you shamed him with? Would he, no, he would... he said as soon as I said, I was like, don't, I went, don't do it. He could barely hear me anyway. So I was like, I was like, don't do it. He goes, I, I turned it down. I was like, all right. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, he I didn't think he was going to do it anyway. That's funny. That's yeah, pretty no, that's funny. you know, he's like a he's a modern ish guy, but he's also kind of old fashioned, too. So, yeah, he, I don't think he'd do it anyway. Well, he killed the Irishman, and I can't wait to see him in this. I'm I'm thoroughly excited. I can't oh, it's going to be a hell of a thing. He shoots uh, in about a week. He goes and does his, his scene. I, I By the way, like I was so upset. That was one of the travesties of COVID was uh, usually we get a Miss Maisel every Christmas. Right around Christmas time, we get it, like right after Christmas. It's actually yeah. become the tradition... My wife and I, because my parents come up, you know, for the holidays and the four of us wind up, put, you know, we put the kids to bed and we wind up watching episodes like every single night. It's great. Oh, the restrictions now are insane. My father is going uh, to get or he got it today. His He got his final um, uh, his second shot, you know, the second vaccine. Oh, shot. I'm sorry. My point was, is they stopped the filming and we didn't get oh. a Maisel. It was supposed to be. A, so that's also interesting. It was supposed to already be out the season and it's not. And now look, your dad's in it. So that's kind of. I guess, I guess so that's that's fate, baby. Made it all worth it. But anyway, you were saying he had to go get tested. So he got well, he got the second vaccine dose. And between today and next week, <clears throat> he has to go three times to get COVID tested before he could show up on set. Yeah. So they have to make sure everybody's tested and negative and whatever it is. Because, again, he's going to be filming in a in a bar, and it's not going to be – it's going to be in the 50s. Right. So everybody's going to be on top of each other, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they're going to take his temperature and give him a rapid test when he shows up day of. Yeah, Probably. I'm sure all that stuff. You know, and then he's got to go before the day he films. He's got to go in for costume fittings because they got to dress him up like he's – like he's in the 50s and all that's that. cool i know they yeah. can't really take pictures and stuff but can, can he take pictures of his own costume he can 
Yeah, I mean, you know, like to share with us, so like we can. Sh I would love to take the oh, audience. I don't know. I'll ask. Ask him. See, yeah. you know, if he could like take pictures of his own costume or whatever. Even if he can't release it until the show comes out, I still think it'd be fun to share with the audience, uh, like yeah. you know, his little journey. Yeah, that'd be cool. He took pictures of himself uh, in the in costume at the for the Irishman. He has pictures of that. Oh, does he? I never seen. See, I would love to see that. Yeah, I don't have them. He has them. All right. Know. I'll ask him, see if he can do that, and then we'll yeah. we'll get it in. Um, product testing? You want to go get your stuff? I'll do the oh. Hero Soap read. Is Janine joining us or no? I don't think so. It doesn't look like it. Again. Then give me give me a minute, and I'll go, I'll go get my I'm just product. getting Q responses from JSAPs here. But what we're going to do is we're going to put uh, spray cheese on an Oreo cookie because somebody on TikTok said that when you combine these two elements, it tastes like cheesecake. Now, Frank's got an Oreo, but he doesn't have the spray cheese, so he's going to do regular sliced American cheese, and we're going to see if that makes uh, any bit of difference here. Uh, and we'll do that right after our read for Hero Soap Company. Best soap ever. I might have to actually wash my mouth out with this. If this uh, flavor test goes wrong, I would actually honestly rather eat this soap, to be honest with you, because it's 100% natural, because there's no parabens in it. too. Yeah, this would be delicious compared to what this could potentially be. I have more confidence in eating the soap than I do this combination, but that's just me. I love Hero Soap Company. I also love my country and those who serve this country. I'm just that nice of a guy. 20% um, off a subscription. When you order now, they'll deliver however much soap you want to your home every single month, so you never have to think about soap again. You just always show up uh, with a nice bar of uh, soap from Hero Soap Company every single month. You're in the shower, you're fresh, you're smelling good, everybody's coming up to you going, you smell so amazing, what is it? You go like this, it's patriotism, okay? Damn right. It's patriotism is what I smell like, all right? You USSR loving son of a bitch. You can say that to people when you're using Hero Soap Company. That's called supporting the troops. Exactly. Supporting your country, supporting and our vets. Exactly. By the way, when did Russia, I feel like Russia is always changing their name. It's USSR, it's Russia, I don't know. Well, it was USSR. That was in, a, when, in the Cold the War. Wall. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, then Gorbachev, that whole deal. I can't keep track of any of it. I mean, you can't, can't. expect me to, you know. I mean, I can barely keep up with our history. We're gonna I mean, to... for real. <laughs> uh, so anyway, save 20% off uh, by grabbing a subscription right now. You'll absolutely love Hero Soap Company. By the way, nobody who's bought it has wrote me and said, Anthony, this is not good. No regrets. I haven't heard a negative thing. Everybody says great things. And a lot of people, they write me, they go, you know what? I bought one or two just to try it out. And now I'm going back in for the subscription because it's, Hooks you in, baby. it's phenomenal. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not the cheapest soap. You can go buy cheaper soaps, but God knows what's in there that you're putting on your skin. And also the troops don't benefit from that. Because when you buy a hero soap company, Boom. they send a bar. If you buy two bars, they send two bars to the troops. You buy 20 bars, they send 20 bars to the troops. So Better than that. They're just phenomenal people. We love them so much. So thanks to Hero Soap Company for always sponsoring the uh, Anthony on Air podcast. We uh, we entirely appreciate it so, so much. Um, Can we do that read again? Because I really don't want to do this <laughs> I know. You're, how are you feeling now? It's a little, you spaced out a little bit from when you ate. Are you feeling it's any settled better? settled a little. I had roast beef. It's not, I don't know if this is a good follow-up. You have to shake this up. I don't even. Oh, and by the way, I don't have canned cheese. I have. I said craft. I have craft singles. You have craft singles. Now that see a craft single, that's barely cheese. That's barely real cheese. That's this real cheese in that's solid form. Milk. Look at real that milk, baby. No, I. I mean, you got to be kidding. Now, should package. we have a couple of Oreos as a primer? No. 
I can't. Also, can't I have regular Oreos. What do you have? I have double stuff. See, I think Wait, the guy in the video had double stuff. My wife's here. She's going to do it, too. Double stuff, baby. Well, are you going to put the cheese on it? Oh, you just wanted an Oreo? By the way, what was oh. the first company to do this thing? Because this I like. Oh, I know. The bag? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think know. it was Nabisco. We think we have to thank the fine Both folks at Nabisco for that. Now, see, I'm going to take like a, a square that is roughly the size of the Oreo and just put it on top. I think you need... Good? I think you need two. I think you need two, two like that? slices of cheese. All right. Alright, so that's the second one. Oh god. Oh, that one, looked disgusting. I don't know. Two. I thought this would make a noise. It doesn't make a noise. Cuddles is doing it too? Yeah, Cuddles has gone it too. Alright. Hold on. Let me show everybody. There yep. it is right there. There's mine, two slices on top, double stuff, and you got regular stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I basically, yeah, I remember Frank, you remember what the crackers and cheese, and then you'd have the little oh. red stick. I love those things. And it was always a challenge because the the compartment holding the cheese was curved, and the stick was a square, so you'd have to like really get in there and scoop that last little cheese. Yeah, but out. that plastic was nice and loose; you can like bend it. That, that that cup. All right, let me and smell I always this. Ran, I always wanted to leave a lot of cheese for that last bite. Yeah, you always wanted that last bite to be so cheap. This smells Ooh. disgusting. This is not going to be good. This I'm, cheese I'm, smells I'm, disgusting. Prediction? This is going to be terrible. So now the th thought is is that the cheese this was this is supposed to taste like cheesecake. Now I'm not going to lie to you. When I just smelled it just now, as I was pulling it away. It kind of smelled a little like cheesecake to me. No, I, I'm getting. My wife is cheesecake already cheesecake that's cheese... been left in a dumpster for a couple of days. <laughs> My wife is already gagging a little bit. I think the two of you are going to wind up throwing up. Is this? Are we doing a whole the whole thing or a bite in half? I'm going to put the whole thing in. You're I doing think you the whole go. thing. I'm going to not going to lie to you. Take a smell. It smell by the Oreo with just a little bit of cheese. It kind of yes. smells like cheesecake. It does. Not on my end. All right. You Are we ready doing to this? Go? Count of three. Count of three. Can you do me a favor? Just make me a promise. What? Away from the mic. Oh, I won't chew in the mic. Yeah, no, I won't. I appreciate chew. it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I'm gonna get close so you can hear the crunch, but I'm not gonna be. I'm not. No, gonna be I don't. We don't need to hear the crunch. You don't, don't need. need the, you the gotta get a little crunch. No, we, we believe that you're crunching it. We All don't right. need to hear it. One second of crunch, and then I'll back off. I promise. All right. Let me. I'll just do this. <laughs> All right. Ready? One, two, three. That kind of tastes like cheesecake. <laughs> you don't like it? What did you say? That kind of tastes like cheesecake to me. That's real. That tastes like cheesecake. It's a more after taste flavor. But that tastes oh, my wife's going to throw up. I mean, mildly, but maybe a little, maybe a tiny bit, but only because it's cheese and... and that cream. What is that? It's, a, it's weird. 
It's you know, it tasted like an Oreo with cheese on top of it. I'm going again. Why? I'll tell you what. The cheese has a has a cheese taste to it, and there's something about the Oreo where it brings out like cheesecake crust flavor. Yeah. So are you gonna be serving about. this at your next party? Right? Is this is this the uh, hors d'oeuvres? I tell you what you gotta do. You gotta get the cheese. You gotta get. I'm sorry. You gotta get the cheese. I'm sorry. You gotta get the cheese into the cream faster. So what if you can you? What if we open the cookie and and just do? Yeah, cookie, cream, cheese, and no second layer of cookie. It shouldn't go on top. It's gotta go in the middle. No, I mean eliminate the top layer of cookie. No, I don't think you need to do that. I feel like too much cookie. I don't know if I could eat another one of these. Though. I was just going to do it. I, I don't know if I could do I'm another done. one. I am but done. That does taste like cheesecake. I'm not, like That does taste like cheesecake to me. But it didn't taste like cheesecake to you? I think I put too much cheese on yours. Well, they're not selling these at the Cheesecake Factory. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, honestly, there's no reason for this whatsoever. But, you know, I mean, it does I mean, taste we... like cheesecake. He wasn't lying on this one. I know, I got to... I, you gotta stop following that guy. I can't do this. Anymore. I don't follow him. He comes up on my for you page. No, it's not my fault. Blame the people who invented the TikTok algorithm. Swipe right. Not interested. You know what? We're not made at TikTok anymore. Remember when we were gonna kick TikTok out? Why were we made at TikTok? I don't remember being made at TikTok. Because they were a Chinese company. Are they still a Chinese? We don't. I don't even no, know no, what no. happened. No. Trump was mad at TikTok. Trump was mad because, at TikTok, but they were because there was one comedian who was making fun of him on it. That's why he was mad at TikTok. No, there were two. I'm sorry, I'm chewing. There were two things that happened simultaneously. The yeah, BTS kids. No, it was the BTS kids. Okay. Got Donald Trump. Remember, because they they all they organized on TikTok to get tickets for his North Carolina thing, and then nobody showed up. Yeah, because he's a giant. And child. then Trump went on a rampage, but at the same time, they were not about the country; it's about him. No, no, no. They're a company. Own, they're based in China, and so technically, the Chinese government can have access to their data, which is us. And so they were a little worried of what they could do. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the motivation behind it. I'm just the motivation saying, was his ego. That's all. Agreed, but it was both things that were. There was a legit reason besides sure. why he got all crazy. Like there was a legit that. reason for us to go into Iraq. And, oh my uh, god! Can't there be two with, things with, happening with simultaneously with the dubs? Can't there just be two things happening at the same time? No, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Either you're eating cheese or you're eating Oreos. Don't combine the two. Who comes up with this stuff though? But I don't think he did. I think no, somebody uh, even, like somebody like messages him. Now. This is gross. Although I don't know if I had like a nice white cracker like in those little snack pack things, if that would be better. Oh, the cheese by itself or on a cracker is, is fine. No, that's, that's it know, says cheddar on it. Cheese, but it's you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Easy cheesy. Here's what concerns me the most about this though. This felt both easy and cheesy wrong? No, this is what bothers me about this. Can you read that? Uh, No need to refrigerate. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why? Yeah, that's Why? red flag number one. I want to refrigerate my cheese, no matter yeah, what this, form this it's milk in. Milk and something you should re- have to refrigerate. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it, that that's that's yellow caulk. You could regrout your countertops with that. Made with real cheese. Mm. Which is hysterical. The cheese is made Tell with me. real cheese. There's probably a guy named Arnold Cheese who makes that product. Yeah. And real, he's real cheese. No need to refrigerate it. Best when used by date stamped on bottom. I'm not going to lie to you. They barely even... I can't even read this. They, they, they missed the corner. It's on like the corner of the thing. <laughs> Look at the date. I love when that happens. Look, it's half on and half off. See it? Best Buy. Yep. And then the Best actual date is gone. It's on the next bottle. <laughs> it's on the... It's like on the... It's not even on the side. Are those yeah. made by the same people that make Flex Seal? I think so. I think the Flex Seal guy makes this. I'm pretty you sure. You can seal your boat with that. It's the same stuff, and sometimes they get confused, and still nobody knows the difference. It's fine. Yeah. Seal up your colon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spray this on a screen door and take it on the lake and see what happens. Do it. We should do that. Should we, can we get a, a boat made of screen doors and, and Flex Seal the shit out of it? Yeah, I would love to really do that, right? You know, time. you know what? I'll tell you what, though, about the Flex Seal guy. Uh, here's I love what, the Flex Seal. Here's what was disappointing about him. He wasn't there for Donald Trump when Donald Trump really needed him. And that was heartbreaking to me <laughs> because I feel like all those guys should have been All the together. infomercial guys. Yeah. Slap chop. Yeah. Bring them all in. Slap chop. <laughs> Fill up your cabinet with them. <laughs> what was his name? Guy. I don't know, the guy with the spiky blonde hair. Yeah, the ShamWow guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forget his name. But didn't he get his ass kicked by like a a prostitute or something? Was that right? There's pictures of him with like black eyes and everything because he got got the shit kicked out of him. Oh. But um, I've used Flex Seal and Flex Seal is really good, actually. I've used it a couple times around the house and it works. Uh, Flex Seal is holding this podcast together right now. I'm, a, I'm, I'm telling my wife, this tastes exactly like the cheese and the cracker and cheese thing. This is the same taste. It's the same thing. What's, who's the company that makes that? Well, this is probably, the, yeah, they probably put a little more water into this to make it runny and come out of the thing. But yeah, As long as it's pressure. What, uh, who's the what company? It's not Kraft. Is it Kraft? No. Do you know who makes this? No. Arm and Hammer? No. Oh, wouldn't that be hysterical? Nabisco? Nabisco. Son of a bitch. I bet Big you. Big Cheese. I don't want to get too cute on you right here, but I bet you Big Cheese was behind sending this to that guy on TikTok. They're like, let's that send this guy, guy a message. That guy is an agent for Big Cheese, Big Nabisco. Son of a bitch. What would he call it? Big Dairy? Big Snacks? We fell for it like we fell for the vaccine. Unbelievable. And these are always made with real cocoa. I know. Unbelievable. Real cocoa, real cheese. Chocolate sandwich cookies, they call them. Mm-hmm. All right. The ingredients in this is whey, canola oil, milk protein concentrate, cheddar cheese, which is made from milk, salt, cheese culture, and enzymes. Milk contains less than 2% of... So, so this has milk in it, doesn't it? Shouldn't it be refrigerated? One would think. 
Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't say powdered milk. Hey, uh, Elmer's glue is made with like horse. They don't have to refrigerate that. That's true. And again, you're not eating Elmer's glue. That's true. All right, my friend, we'll leave it there. Excellent show. Thank um, you. Whether or not we'll see Janine ever again, I don't know. Q's got her. That's not up to us. Yeah, we'll have to follow Q drops and see what happens. Um, well, but well, she, uh, she, you know, she'll be missed. She will be missed. Uh, we're getting close next week. 420 show coming up right Woo! here on 420 special time. Nine o'clock. We're, we're going on earlier than we usually do. Nine o'clock yep. on 420. Now I'm questioning. I, I might just do. I might just drink for that. I might just do drinking. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to partake. I think I'm just going to get nice and hammered. But you have to keep up speed, though. That's the thing. You know me. I'll keep up. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just going to go al the alcohol route. Um, I will not. Uh, I'm partaking. We secured the necessary. Maybe we'll talk Frank into it. I don't know. Stay tuned. You'll have to wait and see. We still got some time to work on him. Maybe embarrassed. We'll if I got the Flex Seal guy to come on here and, and talk to you about it, would you maybe? Oh, then you got to be high for that. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking Flex Seal with the guy. <laughs> the Flex Seal guy. I have endless questions about that screen door boat. Like, where is it right now? Yeah. Is it still, or, or did they decommission it? I bet you it's at their corporate headquarters. Like in the lobby has like the. Yeah. Like that's like, icon like I bet you, you know, it would be the best ever if it was in a huge tank in the lobby. If it was that floating, great floating right now in the lobby. Like they have like a big fountain and it's just going around. Yeah. It would have to be rides to kids during like the holidays. Flex seal. I mean, if that's not how it's working right now, you're missing. I mean, that's just you got to do an it. opportunity to bring in the customers. No brainer. And I got to tell you, Flex seal. It's a good product. You get that. That what is it? That sheet of whatever. And you throw it right on a, a leak and it doesn't it sticks right to it. That's amazing. The only thing that's I've ever done is technology. the spray. I've used the spray. That's worked. That's like all I've ever done. But yeah. I've heard of uh, people have used the that. It's just like a pull. If you pull out a sheet, like you're pulling out a yeah. fabric softener sheet, and you just slap it on a broken pipe, and it's. That's what's so lovely about the Flex Seal people. They invented this spray. This spray works on everything. There's literally no scenario where that is not going to be your answer. But they were like, "But you know what, though, we're gonna go out and make some putty, you know." And then when that was like really good, they were like, "We're not stopping anytime soon. Here comes the tape." It's like. People, you've already invented the spray rubber. Like it's, you didn't need to go farther than that, but they still felt the need to. There are some people that only like tape. They don't like sprays. They had to get the tape crab. Yeah. You know, you got to get it away from scotch. They're not resting on their laurels or hardies. They are just full steam ahead. Right. Don't rest on your hardies. Yeah. 70 year olds really appreciated that joke. They're yeah, like, good, good one. The Laurel Hardy joke right before the end of the show. That was a good one. That was a good one. Bring up a who's on first joke. <laughs> I still think that might be the greatest bit of all time. It's a great bit. It's a it classic is bit. So perfect. It's up there. It's indestructible. And it was one of the early comedy routines. Like it's it's back when people wrote original stuff, man. Yeah. It's so that was, good. It was genius. You know, and yeah. it's still, you know, it's still relevant. It's not, it stands the test of time. It's still funny today. Do I have that? I have that on a mug. Do we still have the who's on first mug or did it break? What, the whole routine? 
I yeah, I love that routine so much. I bought a mug one year of it. it I've had it for like twenty years. It's it's the whole routine is on the side. It's one of those huge oversized mugs. Not like this regular size Anthony on Air mug, which you could buy right now Ooh, in the look at Anthony that. on Air shop. Shopanthonair.com. So, uh, but there's a there's a routine that they do. It's 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 pretty funny. If you get a chance, look it up. Abbott Costello, thirteen times seventeen is twenty eight. I'm sorry, thirteen times seven is twenty eight. It's funny. And yeah, Costello Costello proves to Abbott that thirteen times seven. Is 28. All right, we're going to go watch it right now. I hope you guys watch it too. Next episode, we'll talk about it for sure. Plus, whatever else is going on in the world at the time, anything happens with Ghislaine, we'll talk about it, of course. Uh, we're always here for you. And, of course, at anthonyonair.com, where all our links are. Of course, the merch store. Links I love to the Amish. So yes. yes. <laughs> Frank's, I'm sorry. Frank's apology to the Amish will also appear at anthonyonair.com. That That'll might be, be on a t-shirt, too. I love the Amish. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys watching and listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Unless you're Amish, in which case somebody will have to tell you about it. Uh, I say that. Now it's on you. I feel better. <laughs> Send the letters that way. I took it off you. I put it on myself. See? <laughs>